0: At University of Virginia Health System, we are for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. Should you consider lung cancer screening and what's involved? My guest today is Dr. Charles Malpass. He's board-certified physician in pulmonary medicine and critical care medicine, whose specialties include lung screenings. Welcome to the show, Dr. Malpass. Have there been any recent changes to the screening criteria, and what exactly is lung cancer screening?
1: Absolutely. And so a large part of this is based upon a publication from 2011 in the New England Journal of Medicine, It actually showed that we could save lives by doing a low-dose lung cancer screening CT scan of the chest. And so there's three societies that have weighed in on what's the target population for uh, lung cancer screening. But the big piece to know is that age of 55 to 75, someone who has smoked for greater than 30-pack years. And so to do the calculation, if you smoke one pack of cigarettes uh, for one year, that's one-pack year, so 30-pack years in total. Or if you were, say, two packs a day, that's only 15 years of smoking, and the person is a current smoker or has stopped smoking in the in the past 15 years, has really been our target population for lung cancer screening.
0: What's involved in the screening? Is this a complicated thing?
1: Uh, no, very simple. And so it's a um, low-dose um, um, CT scan of the chest. Um, this is a radiation exposure comparable to a mammogram or basically a um, Um, a a few uh, chest x-rays. There's no IVs. uh, There's no medicines um, um, given to you for that um, and only takes a few minutes um, in the CT scanner to obtain the study.
0: So then if people have been 30-pack smokers, 30-year-pack smokers or 15 or even a half a pack a day, are they somebody who should get screened? Who really? How do they talk to first of all? And is this something that insurance will recognize?
1: Absolutely, great questions. And so, really, what we what was done with the study, and what we're doing now to try to really kind of mirror the findings and the and the um, work process of the study, is trying to capture that highest risk risk population, which would include people that had recently quit smoke, smoking within the past. 15 years, and have had a large exposure with that 30-pack-year history. We do not know the answer to the question of if you smoke for 15-pack years history, is this a beneficial screening study for you? That that question is just not known, or that answer is just not known, and has not been studied yet. And so we looked at to see, um, to, to kind of choose the highest risk population, uh, to say, could we, could we exert a benefit for these patients uh, with that? And so... Um, and so we just don't know that um, that second question yet.
0: Okay, so if somebody does get screened, and what are you looking for in that mm-hmm. screening? Mm-hmm.
1: And so what what we've done here at UVA is really kind of pattern um, or have the radiologists pattern their practice of reviewing the CT scan and identifying kind of small nodules. What we want to do is be able to find lung cancer early, um, so that we can act change upon it, um, mostly through. Uh, surgical methods of uh, curative intent. Um, the problem with lung cancer is um, the lung does not sense um, pain itself, and so it, it's insensate. And so, by the time someone develops symptoms associated with their lung cancer, often it's too late. We can't make huge uh, differences in, in their care as far as uh, um, complete removal of that lung cancer. And we can, re- if we find it early, we really can um, em- em- embark on improving their um, their and also markedly improve them there. So what we want to do is be able to find uh, small nodules um, and, and very kind of the earliest stage of, of lung cancer in the lung itself.
0: Dr. Malpass, you use the word screening. We use the word screening. So it's not a diagnostic test. Is this something that goes on a permanent record? Because people hesitate to go in to have something that they think is going to follow them. Mm-hmm.
1: And so um, it is. Um, it, is a, it is a study that um, the results of will be in your, your medical record, though. And I completely agree that it is not a definitive test, in that you can identify a nodule of the lung, but it really takes following that nodule over time and or a diagnostic procedure of sampling that nodule um, to be able to say what it is from. If we look at our population as a whole here in central Virginia and across the eastern seaboard, there's a very large number of people who have uh, never smoked and um, that are going to have lung nodules on their CT scan, which should not affect uh, their health care or their access to their health care and can be a very benign finding. And so that's... And so with the screening CT scan, we often do find something, and that's why we want to target the highest risk population um, of, the, of those former smokers to be able to increase the probability of that being a possible cancer in, in our diagnostic procedures.
0: Well, what about the non-smokers? Can they get screened as well?
1: And so and so, um, at this time, I do not think it's beneficial um, for, for those people um, to get a screening CT scan, the um, lung cancer does occur in the non smoker, um, though to uh, a much smaller extent um, um, in comparison to the smoker. Um, and so it's a balance of. Um exposing those people to radiation that they, they don't need to be exposed to. If we do find something, exposing those people to potentially um, um, the risk of a diagnostic procedure, whether it be a, a biopsy or further radiation screening. And um, we do, do not think that that is immediately beneficial for those people in that screening process.
0: And does insurance cover this particular screening?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, good, good question. And so, if done correctly, and mirror kind of the trial that it was done where you have a discussion of the uh, benefits of screening, the risk of screening, um, the radiation exposure, and also targeting the right population, if that's done correctly, in concert with a uh, smoking cessation intervention, um, it should be covered um, um, most often by insurance providers um, in, in this process um, um, with the appropriate documentation.
0: Are there any recent advances and exciting things that you want to quickly discuss in the field of lung cancer treatment, things that you want the listeners to know about what's going on out there in the field of research?
1: Absolutely. And so um, what what we're trying to do um, on the pulmonary side, which also often is on the front end, in uh, diagnostics and identifying patients that do have lung cancer and appropriately getting them into um, oncologic care and surgical care um, as appropriate is that we have methods of minimally invasive methods of sampling the lung and identifying what that process is. So here at University of Virginia, we offer bronchoscopic procedures that would facilitate sampling of lymph nodes central into the chest, which is a same-day procedure and can be done under minimal sedation, the same sedation that would be done for a colonoscopy. We offer procedures where we can target um, lesions from kind of the inside bronchoscopically through navigating um, um, through a CT scan. Um, also on the radiology side, um, they offer um, uh, comprehensive services as far as diagnosing from kind of the outside in and biopsying via uh, a CT scan um, as well to abnormal lesions. And additionally, importantly, in targeting um, that person's, if it is, an, if it is a, a malignancy, targeting that, that person's malignancy um, through uh, genetic testing. We offer a uh, true site genetic uh, screening panel, um, which is done on all uh, non small cell lung cancers that are of adenocarcinoma and can really allow us to do some targeted new therapies, which are exciting in, the, in, in practice.
0: That's absolutely fascinating. And in just the last minute, Dr. Malpass, why should someone come to UVA pulmonary and respiratory for their treatment?
1: Um, absolutely. I think we do an excellent job of, of coordinating our services, and so on a weekly basis, uh, we meet as a group um, uh, um, and um, allow um, kind of close face-to-face communication of providers um, that are all helping take care of patients. So if, unfortunately, um, um, someone does develop lung cancer um, face-to-face, um, I'm talking to um, um, the surgeons that, that potentially could provide sur- um, um, uh, curative care. I'm talking to the oncologist I'm talking to radiologists that are specialized in um, in just thoracic imaging. Additionally, I'm talking to radiation oncologists. And so under one under one roof, you have specialists in all fields of, the, of medicine uh, to complement um, that care to um, to try to give them um, early aggressive care in, in treating their process.
0: Thank you so much. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com.